Welcome to the Back Up Down Podcast. It's your host, Coach Johnson. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the Kia NBA MVP as the winner was announced yesterday, as well as talk about Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Denver Nuggets. Giannis Antetokounmpo has been named the Kia NBA MVP. A lot of controversy that has came with the, this announcement, this decision to name Giannis MVP. My perspective of it is that this is solely a regular season award and you can sit there and try to justify why Giannis won the award and why he was the most deserving player to win the award. But I'm going to voice my opinion as well because he was not the most valuable player in the league. Yes, he did a lot of great things for Milwaukee this season as they had the best record in the league and had the number one offense and the number one defense. And you're going to sit there and listen to me say that and be like, well, you just talked about it right there. That's as a team, as a team, not an individual player. And the fact that LeBron only got 16 first place votes out of 101 is disrespectful. You know, the Bucks would not be as worse as the Lakers are without LeBron. And for people that need stats to back this up, the Bucks were still a plus 2.4 points per game without Giannis compared to a negative 1.9 for the Lakers without LeBron. That's almost a five-point difference. A lot of games are decided by five points. So you can't sit there and be like, well, I watched the game, man. I just, I, I played basketball. I hooped. I know hoops. That's not That's not valid. Numbers don't lie. Not everything is about just watching the game. Why do you think analytics are a part of the game? It paints the complete picture. So there's my little rant about the MVP this season. And LeBron had his own words to say about it, which I thought he put in a great way talking about Mark Gasol and the Defensive Player of the Year from 2012. So, that's all I'm going to say about this. You can have your opinion. I'm going to stick to mine. And I'm going to believe that mine is right compared to a lot of people who think Giannis deserved to win another MVP. Let's get things started talking about the first half of Game 1 in the Western Conference Finals. First thing I noticed is the one thing about Jokic posting up and the Lakers posting up is that it really takes Denver out of rhythm a little bit on the offensive side of the floor because there's not as much movement and the defense is not having to help 
anywhere and are able to stay home on the cutters as well as the shooters for the Nuggets. Matchups are going to be a key thing for Denver as they don't want to get spent with smaller guys on Anthony Davis or on LeBron James either. Like You don't want Jamal Murray to be having to guard either of those guys. And you don't want Millsap to be guarding Anthony Davis. And you don't want Jamal Murray to have to guard LeBron. You don't want Gary Harris to have to guard LeBron, which is going to present a lot of problems for the Nuggets because they're not going to be able to switch and present some resistance to the drives of the Lakers, which is going to allow the Lakers to build up a lot of paint touches, driving kick opportunities, and just be able to bully ball their way to the rim. Anthony Davis presents an issue the Nuggets just haven't had to deal with yet in the playoffs. And this is why Paul Millsap is looked upon as the next factor in the series. And this is based on the fact that he is a bigger body big who can play a little bit more physical with Anthony Davis and able to spare a few fouls here and there compared to Jokic. And we saw early in this game and as the game progressed, Anthony Davis was able to tech Millsap one-on-one from the wing and get to the post and finish. There's going to have to be some type of adjustment made by the Nuggets to take away some of these scoring opportunities from Anthony Davis. You see the team mindset from the Lakers versus Jamal Murray, especially early in the game on some of the dribble handoffs, because as he was coming off the dribble handoff, you can watch the meeting at the perimeter as JaVale McGee was at the level of the ball screen. Danny Green was helping from what was turning into the ball side wing and Contavious Caldwell Pope was chasing over the screen, not allowing for Jamal Murray to have any space on the perimeter to get off open shots. The Nuggets are going to have to find a way to keep a shooter on the weak side of the floor to open the role for Nikola Jokic. Another thing is the timing of the cuts whenever the defense focuses their attention on Jokic posting up is going to have to be great throughout this series as it has the rest of their time in the playoffs. One thing I'm not going to be surprised about and I think is something that is going to breed a lot of success for the Nuggets offense is if Denver continues to have some of their wings and some of their other guards screen for Jamal Murray and allow Nikola Jokic to be spaced out on the floor or involved in a different action. It took a little bit for the Lakers to get into the LeBron Anthony Davis pick and roll, which I talked about in the breakdown of this series. I thought that was going to be a very important action that Denver is going to have to do a really good job at defending. 
and they had trouble with it in this game. They did respond to it by staying in a drop coverage, allowing Jokic to slide and contain the dribble penetration. Going back to talking about Denver and their offense and talking about using their guards and wings as screeners and handoff partners for Jamal Murray, you saw this work at times because the Lakers were not switching. They didn't know what, how to exactly guard this action, so there wasn't really any coverage. And there was a lot of open lanes for Jamal Murray to drive and finish. But, you know, with the way that this first part of the first half went, you would think the Lakers and the Nuggets both felt good about their offenses so far. But we saw after a few minutes into the second quarter that the Lakers' defense took it up a notch. And they were able to deliver the first blow defensively And, you know, even though that Jokic and Murray were able to get going to a degree with 26 points on 18 shots, the Lakers were just not allowing for any of the role players surrounding those two to get going and not really allowing them to score and create, which is very important. And when that popped up in the stats as well. But the Lakers, on the other hand, were playing together as a team. Everyone was involved as they had 28 field goals on 22 assists in this first half, and eight out of the 10 players that had entered the game for the Lakers had five points or or more, which just shows that this was a very complete game from the Lakers on both ends of the floor. I will be back shortly to wrap up the show after a quick word from our sponsor, Anchor. Now let's talk about the second half, Dwight Howard started the second half to match up with Jokic as he provided a lot of energy and defense and was a lob threat and forced the Nuggets to stay attached to him on drives from LeBron and Anthony Davis. And this goes to credit Frank Vogel as he's never scared to change his lineups even when ahead in ball games. Lakers were switching Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic action and it hurt them in the first half but had a little bit more of an impact as this game wore on. It took away the pick and pop between those two completely but the Lakers are playing a little bit of a Dangerous game, they're, you know, tiptoeing on the edge as you're allowing some of your smaller players to get put on Jokic. And at that point, you're going to have to deal with him posting up and you might have to send a double his way and you're going to leave shooters, cutters wide open. But... Credit to the Lakers for getting things done defensively and allowing their defense to turn into their offense because Los Angeles was running at every opportunity they had and held the lead in fast break points 
at this point in the game in the third quarter as they had forced 11 turnovers to their five and were a plus four on the glass. The Lakers have much more fresh legs, and it's really showing already in game one. Talking about the Lakers' defense, it's just something else that's different. And after the first quarter where it kind of seemed like they were just feeling things out as they gave up 38 points, they had held Denver to 21 points in the second quarter and 20 points in the third quarter. Lakers doing what the Clippers just chose not to do and let Jamal Murray and Jokic play two-on-two and stay attached to the shooters and cutters on the perimeter trying to make those guys beat them by themselves and not allow the role players to get involved in the game as well. And the Nuggets are seeing the difference between guarding someone like Kawhi and guarding LeBron. Because LeBron is the best passer in the league, there is so much more that they have to be aware about on the offensive side of the floor for the Lakers. The Lakers really took control of this game behind LeBron's playmaking, but also Anthony Davis as he had 37 points to go along with 10 rebounds. But they also got a big night out of the bench going over the 50-point mark off the bench. And if the Lakers are going to get that production from their bench, then it's going to be very hard to beat them throughout the rest of the playoffs. The Nuggets have a lot of things that they're going to have to work on and correct moving into game two, because if they do go down 2-0 in the series, then it's going to be a wrap. And that wraps it up for this episode of the Back em Down podcast. I hope everyone enjoyed the show. If you want to become a monthly contributor to the show, please click the link at the bottom of the show notes. Everyone enjoy the rest of their weekend. We got game three of the Celtics Heat series as Boston looks to steal a game back. That game tips off at 7.30 tonight. But until then, everyone take care, and I hope to have you back for the next episode of the Back Em Down podcast.